All right, guys, welcome to Next Level Live. Very excited for our first show of the year, um, 2022. So who better to lead it off than we – I'm a big, like, you know, Mark, if it's – I was talking to a guy I know pretty well, coaches a very successful Division One baseball team. They went to College Warriors Series, are great. And I said, man, what's been the key to your winning streak? They won a lot of them. God, I can't remember how many games they won in a row for starting to have a tough start. He said, we kept these exact same starting lineup. 23, 24 games in a row. So you've let off the annual convention every year since we started. We keep doubling. So, like, we're going to got to give you credit. I mean, I'm not saying you, you, maybe you have nothing to do with it, nothing. dude, but you're in. Like, we can't change it now. we got to keep you rolling. So I was like, beginning of the year, you know, we're traveling. Heck, we're in the tri-state office. Let's do a, let's do a next level live. So thank you for being on. Really appreciate it. What I want to talk today about, Mark, is um, – you know, the, the the thing about business for me, the beautiful thing is you always get to start where you are. I think it's also the thing about life. I think you are where you are. And I think a lot of us get caught up in the past. And I just choose not to. Right. Because there's nothing I can do about it. I'll learn from it. You know, I always told my kids, history is an important you know subject in life, like in your schooling, because you need to know what's happened in the past and why those things happened and make sure like as countries and governments and when it comes to wars, like you need to know what happened because sure. it'll repeat itself in our business. If this past year wasn't what you wanted it to be, then you need to identify five, seven, 10 things that you believe you were doing or you did that caused it to not be a good year mm-hmm. for you in the way you wanted to be financially and successfully. Um, uh, and also you need to identify, and I think a lot of us like to identify, you know, well, I'm going to change these nine things. Think, or there, I'm going to start doing these things I haven't already done. Well, what are you going to change that you're already doing? Mm. You know I mean, I think that's the that's the struggle, right? You you guys are doing $5 million a month. Your goal is to issue $15 million a month by June, which I wouldn't bet against you. I believe you all can get there. The company could do $850 million this year in life. We could do a billion in life. Sure. Even though we just did four hundred twenty-five million, because and and when we did two hundred million, everybody said, "Man, you can't keep doubling." So they told us nicely. The carriers are like you, 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 you really, you really, that's how they do it. Like you, you really, you really can't just keep doubling every year. And I said, "Where? What rule says we can't double every year? Like where is that written that we're not allowed to double every year?" I'm just trying to understand where is that from. Like why can't we double every year? Like I, I don't understand it. And, you know, because when you're at 10 million and you, your goal is to do 20, nobody goes like, oh, my God. And then 20 to 40 was kind of a big deal because mm-hmm. nobody's doing 40. And then 40, 80, forget about it. <laughs> but then as we started going 80 to 200 and the whole deal. So, Mark, when we started the business, and I'm not going to like, we're not living in the past. We learned from the past. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things that, that is hard for folks now is, you know, when we started, we had no leads and we had one carrier. Now we have about everything you could ever want, right. which is good. I'm glad we do. Mm-hmm. I am. Um, but from a lead standpoint, I, I want you to elaborate on this. I've been saying this a lot lately. We got away from this. Okay. When 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 you and I knew each other in a previous business, I always said a lead is a lead is a lead. Mm-hmm. That's all I've said. Lead. Well, what kind of lead you call on, Sean? I'm like, a lead's a lead. And if you were in a training room, I'd be like, you would be like, you'd, you'd like, put your helmet on. Somebody would be like, well, what kind of leads are good? You don't like the old ones, do you? And I'm like, mother, father, a lead is a lead. Is, I don't want to hit the table because it's going to break. It's very unstable, this table is. But they're leads, man. They ask for the help. Approach them that way. And that's how. So talk to me, Mark, about the understanding that you have as a businessman regarding leads. We just. Had Justin said to Justin, like, why can anybody do? Th- why can everybody do three, four, five hundred grand a year here? Personally, he's like leads. 
He didn't say this one special kind of lead. He just said he's elite. Mm-hmm. You know, I think with the hybrid approach, I think you're missing out if you're not. It's not a hybrid approach. Do I think that you should abandon being in the field if you were doing, you're in the field doing 400 grand a year? That would be stupid. That right. would actually be bad business. If you just you're like, well, I just want to, you know. I'm sorry, but when people go like, I did this in my PJs. Dude, I don't really care about your PJs. And I'd like you not to talk about them. I'd like you just to go like help people. I'm all good. But if you're doing it eating Cheetos in your PJs, keep that part to yourself. You help people and you're able to do it over the phone and Zoom. And hopefully you didn't Zoom in your PJs with, you know, when you're eating Cheetos. But do, do your thing. What I do know is people picking up appointments as they're doing it. And some people circumstantially have to be in them. And by the way, we're crushing it. Like, but, but don't. I guess what I'm getting at, Mark, is there isn't one singular way to do it. So, like, when we started, leads were only final expense. They're very expensive. And I'm not I'm trying to be funny, but they said free on it. You get a free Walmart gift card. There's a lot of things they did. And I was like, it was a struggle, you know. Everything was in person. You had to fly over the place with these $90 leads that were 90 bucks a pop, final expense. They were created in areas that were... They found where they could get the best rate of return, so you only got them there. It was like, okay, and those are areas that made it a little more difficult at times just financially, but it was we did what we had to do. Right. I want to hear from you. I want to hear about your mindset as it pertains to a leads, a leads, a lead, how much we have an availability, what we have from a carrier standpoint. Like, Why should you be so excited about 2022 and about your business? Yeah, the life insurance business, but very specifically here at Family First Life and what we have currently. No doubt. Um, thank you for having me on, and uh, thank you for being in in the Tri-State studio with us. That's Got it, important. man. And I appreciate it, especially lead off the year. Um, but <clears throat> for me, when we started, do we had no leads? So a lead I know. Was a lead, I apologize was a lead. for that. Hold up. A lead was a lead was a lead <laughs> because I wasn't going to be broke. Mm. I remember, you know, we called them second chance leads. I think we still call them second chance leads, but at that time we were getting them on a spreadsheet. Correct. And uh, I used you had to get innovative. I, I was thinking like, all right, so if I go with a clipboard and I have all the leads, then I can act like you know I'm the Verizon guy. Yeah, because you had no lead, guys. Here, I'm he says it real quick. You got a spreadsheet printed out, and that was your hey. You filled this out. It was you did fill something out, and then in, in, in a, a lead vendor sold it, and then we were able to buy it. But they gave you a spreadsheet, no doubt. So my man's with a clipboard, right. just to make sure they know what you're dealing with. Yeah, and and I think that I. St- I trained myself in a mindset of I can <clears throat> sell 10000 a week on whatever's in front of me because I had to. Make sense? Like yep. I didn't have the 100%. option to not sell 10000 a week. I was not in that position, you know. Um, some of you know my story. I was six figures in debt, and we were, you know, we just had our first child, you know, so about a year before that. So it's like I didn't have the option to not sell what was in front of me, so I got real creative. I told myself – I'm going to just start absorbing the objection. That's what I said. I'm going to, I'm going to absorb them. Love Instead it. of me being uncomfortable that I'm getting them, I'm just going to absorb them. I'm going to learn to live in this space. And that's when a lead became a lead became a lead because internet, dude, I, was, I wrote a lot of internet I know leads. you did. Final expense, mortgage, call-in, whatever. Um, <clears throat> didn't matter. So as we scaled the company through the years, <laughs> a lead was a lead was a lead. I mean, that's... That conversation always stuck, stuck, and um, you know. So when I see where we are now, with all the different types of leads, and I remember through the years you saying, "We got to get away. We got to bring in these other lead vendors. Correct. We got to get away from direct mail. It's a dinosaur. It's going to become extinct eventually." And thinking like, you know, that's great. You know, 
But how many people are actually going to do that? Because people were stuck in this one. Like, this is the world we lived in, this mortgage protection direct mail deal. And then people started buying different types of leads, and companies started growing. Agencies started growing like wildfire, just mm-hmm. Facebook. And then, yep. you know, Andrew's team kind of embraced that, and then you saw their growth. And then Internet which I was always an internet fan. And then, but, but looking at it now and seeing like 425 million to 850 million and leads not being an issue. Correct. So from going from, you know, making different types of leads to trying to figure out which vendors we could work with to, you know, checking every vendor to see who could help us and then finally getting to a place where, dude, there was no ceiling. And there's no ceiling right now. So that's why agents can come in and start and sell 10 grand that first week, which you hear a lot of that. But it's because we have leads. It's because we're able to get leads in agents' hands fast. And then that creates a different level of belief. So for the manager or for the even the staff person who some of these people are charged with onboarding and getting people going, they start to believe something different. So that's where you start to see this insane scale. And that's why I'm excited about 2022, because when I look at the insurance industry, I always look at it and I go, what an amazing industry. But it's a shame that so many IMOs take advantage of so many agents. Correct. You know, I was talking to a guy this weekend on the phone just about his career. He's like, do you think I'll be able to, you know, build it and get an integrity deal? I said, sure. Now he's coming from another IMO and, you know, he's coming over like two, 300 in volume. And it's just like, yeah, you can do that. And, I, and I'm sorry Correct. that this has been your experience, but this is an amazing industry. I said, Family First Life is a unicorn inside this industry where agents are treated fairly, where agents are, you know, appreciated for what they do, where they're able to go out and make as much money as they want on their own pen and build an agency. And we give such high comp that building an agency is so much easier to do that people actually stay with you. <laughs> so we're not rebuilding that. Which is a lot of work rebuilding. No. <laughs> it's emotionally exhausting <laughs> watching people go through it. No doubt. The answer is just hire more people. That's right. not always the answer, but. And we are able to do that in an industry that is amazing, with a company that's amazing. And then the integrity effect is just like this. It's just a whole nother world for us. So when I look at the the scope of Family First Life and what we're able to do in 2022, it literally is endless. And then I'm interviewing different managers across the country in all kinds of groups. And they all have ridiculous belief of what 2022 is going to be for them. You know, I'm interviewing managers that I work with, and they all have ridiculous belief about 2022 is going to be for them and their companies. And I'm like, makes sense. I mean, the optimism is very high, as it should be. With the environment that we've now built. You know what I mean? We have such reason for optimism. For for goodness sakes, we're going to be in the Lone Depot, Mm -hmm. you know, field, the Marlin Stadium, Florida Marlin Stadium to do our annual convention. I didn't know when we would get to that level, Sean. You know, and it's like 2020, we did seven cities, and now we're in a stadium. It's so different to wrap my head around. Yeah. You know, not being able to walk down to the venue oh, no. from it's, a hotel room. Yeah, you know? it's going to be different. So it's uh, man, it's really exciting to see where we are and to see where we're headed.
Well, I think, you know, also from an attitude standpoint, you know, Mark, you talked about having to do it. And I think that what people don't understand is if you give me, you know, this this cup and you go, here's the guy's name and date of birth. He he put it on the cup and he want like if I treated this like it was the most amazing lead in the history of leads then you'll act in kind. Doesn't mean I'm gonna make 100% of the sales, but right. it's my posture. And that's what no I doubt. think, one of the things we get away from, we get so fast into, well, I need the nuts and bolts of it. But if you don't act like I filled it out, and you don't act like I need your help, and if you don't act like you can actually help me and you don't have the right posture, if you don't act like you're in control, it doesn't matter, it's over. I give you any lead you want, I'm wasting them. It doesn't matter. Right. There's no special, at the end of the day, give me information that somebody filled out, and I promise you, I'll get out there and make a sale. And that's what I'm thinking. Whether I'm going to make every sale, I'm not going to make every sale. Who makes every sale? Right. But your attitude, and that was something that you guys have continued, which is why I do believe you're going to be at $15 million a month by June, because you guys believe, and you watch these people out here dialing, they are approaching these leads like, I hope they want the coverage. <laughs> I know it, right. it sounds funny, but it's, I think a lot of folks do that. So one of the things I say to people is when they started, let me ask something. Look at this lead. On a scale 1 to 10, 10 you believe they unequivocally need life insurance. You know they do. There's no doubt. They're not protected. They're underprotected. That's a 10. They know their family's screwed without it. Or one is they don't care at all. Where do you think the people are with the leads? Like the people filled out, I want, where do you think they are? Because And don't lie. Then if you say they're a 9 and you get on the phone and you're like, well, um, Tom, you said it was a 9. Why are you talking to Tom like he's a 1? <laughs> um, Tom, this is this is Sean. Tom, Sean. I mean, come on, man. You right. fill it out. Like, what's up? Anyway, right. I'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow I'll work in the morning. Oh, you get out of work? I'll see you at midnight. Midnight's too late. Good. See you at 8 p.m. Work's good, Tom. See you tomorrow. Like, it's, it's, if your attitude and your posture is that somebody's going to do it because they actually already have said they're going to do it, all you got to do is bring them back there real quick. That whether they fill out a day ago, a week ago, a month ago, six months ago, two years ago, it doesn't matter. I, as long as you are presumptive enough, and I think you guys always did that. I think that you, yes, you see the opportunity. And I think what you're talking about with that, that guy you were speaking to this weekend, that's what, honestly, I'm not trying to be funny, breaks my heart about this business. This is literally the most amazing business I've ever seen in my life. I've, and I've tried a lot. You want to talk about failing in business? I've tried it. <laughs> I've tried a lot of them. You know, I'm not one of the guys that has a podcast or writes a book, never been in business. Be careful of those guys. You're like, what does he do? I don't know. You can't. You literally can't even tell. You could, you could hire Magnum PI. That'll screw you up because they're too young. You can hire the best person ever to do an investigation. You can't find anything that they've ever done to make money. But they'll talk to you about, and here are the pitfalls. Dude, what pitfalls? You don't know how to make any money. You just go ahead and do this stupid thing. You put out your content, and you tell us to follow you. At the end of the day, I know how to not make money. I've tried it. You want to know? I've tried it. Waste management, real estate, property management, debt collection. You, I have tried it. Right. And when I saw life insurance, I was like, I thought it would be kind of the same. I'm like, I'll just try to make some money. Right. And then I realized how wealthy the carriers, how, how good they do. Mm-hmm. I realized how how much of the wealth in America that, that insurance and banking, a lot of them are you know, the same, like that they create. And I realized that there were men and women that ran agencies or IMOs. And when you call yourself an IMO, you do $30 million a year. You probably should give that title back. Mm. I mean, you're not an IMO. I mean, it sounds cute, though. You're, you know, And nobody's making any money with you, which means they're always going to do this. And you're just you're a gerbil in that wheel. You're a mm. hamster in the wheel, rather. You just, like, you can never keep up. I did that for five years. Mm. I hired people, 80% of them quit. And they would go, Sean, I'm not quitting. Literally, this is what hurt. Sean, I'm not quitting. I love working with you. You work really hard. You know, maybe sometimes you're a little bit too direct about what we're doing, but I know you care about me and my family's success. I really do want to work with you. But my comp's no good. I um, have this. I have these fees. I just don't want to be here anymore. Right. 
you know, and that was a struggle. At Fan First Life, we've never claimed to be perfect, but from a, from a financial picture, you won't find a better, as my buddy Eric Hamadi says, everybody eventually, that everybody that owns a calculator or their phone that can do the numerical, like you can do math, you're all going to all work here. No doubt. There's no doubt about it because you're going to, and the other stuff where they pretend to pay this and they don't really, and that's kind of like bait and switch, like we haven't, we really don't. When you have something that allows you to make as much money as you do here, but it won't matter if your attitude's not right. When I mean hiring and selling, like let's say from a selling standpoint, if when I talk to somebody and they've been in the business seven, eight years and their team team is doing 60, 70 grand a month, I'm sorry for them and I want to fix it. I'm not mad at them, but I'm sorry. First thing I say is, hey, I'm sorry, bro. Like that's, I'm sorry. And what I mean by that is I want to help you because anybody can do this. And the struggle for a lot of us is, Mark, what I've liked about working with you is you're very accountable. Whether you like to hear something or not, it doesn't mean you always agree, but if there's if the business, if your team isn't growing, the first person you look at is you all the time. I like that makes that makes it's a very it works. Right. You know, you know, and have we had some knockdown drag out arguments over yes. Because I think it's one way, you think it's another way. But but it's only because we just want to, you know, you, you joked one day and said we hit an anniversary, we hadn't argued, in a bit, knocked down, drag out in a year. And I was like, that's cool, that's a good, good anniversary for us. But it was, it was I, I just wanted to see you win, you wanted to win, you want, and there's things about the company, we're just working as hard as we could. But you never said that's because of they, them, they don't understand, they won't, you never did that. Right. You're like, I, I know I need to change. See, if 2022 is going to be good, every day when you wake up, in my opinion, and if you want to get a podcast or pay somebody nineteen ninety five for a book, I mean, have at it. They probably don't know anything, but do it if you want to make you feel better. Why don't you just worry about you getting better every day? Why don't we just start every day when we get up in the morning, preferably, you know, 4.30, 4.45, 5 o'clock, and go, I- I'm going to get better today. Today's my day to get better. And it doesn't mean that you're going to change everything about your life. You're just going to get better in some aspect. You're going to learn something somebody else is doing. You're going to be open to it. And I think the magic, too, is you're not going to be defensive when somebody says, you know, one of the things that one of the carriers, we did our one of our very first podcasts early on. And when I was in the podcast, a guy had made a comment and he put, um, basically put, I don't know if you understand how to run a podcast because you're supposed to be interviewing. You never stopped talking. He never got a chance to talk, period. And we didn't do podcast year one. So whenever we got to doing podcasts and I commented and said, you're a hundred percent right. Well, I watched it first. And the Mike Sizer, let me watch that. And they were like 20 minutes at the time. Mm-hmm. And I watched it and it was 20 minutes. I spoke for 17 minutes, and 47 seconds. And I had a guest. <laughs> so I posted and I said, you know, Hey, listen, man, like, um, yeah. And I probably said something smart, like, Hey, I'm in Connecticut. If you want to come talk to me face to face, but I probably said something I shouldn't have said, but I did re I did state you are right. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the feedback. Why don't you come work with us and don't you meet me in person? So it's kind of like a little bit of both. Right. <laughs> but, but one of the insurance carriers said to me, that's one of the reasons you're going to grow. And I said, because I suck at interviewing and I'm mm-hmm. trying to be funny. He goes, no, you know what I mean, Sean? I said, no, tell me, I think I do. Tell me what you mean. He said, because you're not defensive about the fact that you're willing to go back and watch it over some comment of somebody you don't even know because you're trying to get better. You're just trying to get better. It doesn't mean that it was, but you had took time to go, let me look at that. I didn't really, I was rolling. I didn't really understand it. 
Mark, I think that that's the thing that we have to get through. If you want to build a big business, you can't be afraid of what other people think. Mm. And you have to be open to the, even if it's somebody that you don't like the way they said it to you, you have to be open to it. It doesn't mean I'm going to change every time somebody says, I'd like us to do this differently. Well, we can't, that's not the way it works. Yeah. Mark, talk to us about that accountability, that, that it starts with me. You know, it's not because you're, you know, a positional leader, like I am your hierarchy, whatever, not that. But when you're working with people and it's not going the way you, they want it to go, you guys want it to go, when you ran appointments, mm -hmm. I never heard Mark Mead one time, unless you say it, unless you said to other people, I never heard Mark Mead say, well, they, the client, they just don't want the insurance. They are a problem. What's wrong with them? You usually crushed it every week, but it was like if you had a rougher day, you'd be like, dude, I just got to get on my game. There's mm -hmm. things I got to get better at. I remember that. Like you're like, dude, I, I tried this thing over here, and we were work in progress. We're right. trying to figure it out yeah. from day one, right? Well remember when I said let's do 10 grand a week and Mark and our Paul and Andrew almost quit? Like you would have thought like <laughs> I kidnapped Andrew's dog. Like I was literally like, dude, let's just – everybody can do 10 grand. I mean literally they're talking 10 grand a week. He said 10 grand a week. Did you hear what he said? He said 10,000 dollars a week. Dude, we got guys doing 80 grand a week now that are laughing with us. The entire company does whole thing. They're worried about submitting 10 grand a week because where we came from, you got recognition, awards, titles for writing an app or two a week. Right. And they would go, all you have to is they would tell us, just get them to write an app or two a week and they won't quit. I'm like, dude, of course they're going to quit. They're going to issue $3,800 a month and they're not going to make any money for family. They're going to have to quit. Right. But I can never forget, Paul, like $10,000 a week. I'm like, well, Paul, why do you do it? He got quiet. I'm like, you do it. I do it. Mark does it. Andrew does it. I can give you a large list of people that are doing it. Why can't everybody do it? Why do we think we're better than they are? Because we're not. I said, I want to bother you and make you upset about your insurance title. Anybody can do what you're doing. Oh, no, don't get nervous. Sorry. Anybody can do what you're doing. And I think, talk to us, Mark, about that accountability and that mindset. Yeah, man. First off, that's so huge. I mean, man, you just took me back to so many places with mm -hmm. that. <clears throat> because you you know you set the bar in different places and never came off of it and allowed us all to kind of mentally go there but the accountability piece it's like when I was in the field you know you know when I like in January of 2014 I sold nine grand because I had all this stuff going on you know we what was were, our first month first month in business okay. and uh you know we we were getting sued we had this going on we had that going on. I was like all right. I remember at the end of January, I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. This one's going, this one, whatever. And I had my best month ever in February. Um, and I was like, I remember asking you, do you believe I could sell 10000 a week? And I meant every week because I had sold, mm -hmm. I'd done 10000 in a week before. I was struggling with doing it every single week. And then you gave me the, that vote of confidence. And I was like, and I remember saying, I'm selling 10000 a week every week no matter what. Mm -hmm. And that was just about challenging myself. So when it came down to trying to figure out leads and stuff, we just had to do what we had to do. And I think accountability to yourself is probably the priority because when it's not going great, <clears throat> you got to make some changes. And I remember talking to my wife and, uh, you know, we got to this place where I'd be in the field. It'd be four, five, six o'clock. And maybe I didn't have anything sold. And we, we just got to this place where we know, how many more you got? So her encouragement to me would be like, the day's not over. That's right. Like, you know, we always went to, I always went to my last appointment, but it was like, the day's not over. Because there would be a lot of times I would make a sale in the very last appointment. Yeah. 
in a so, monster sale. Yeah, like a lot of times. Four hundred a buck. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's like, <clears throat> well, the whole time I'm in the car, I could be blaming and being upset and being. Now I'm not like th- out of my mind, mm-hmm. but there's this accountability to the discipline, the discipline of just run, just just keep on running, and something's going to break. So I learned, I started training myself on like, you know, positive accountability. Like it's not nobody's fault but mine. And then if I got into 10 or 11 no sales or six to eight no sales in a row, be like, okay, what's not happening? And they'd be like, you're not connecting. You're so robotic. You're the, you know, Mr. Spin the people around and get the Mm -hmm. check, right? Because you get into the space of being so automatic after a while of being able to help clients with life insurance that you know I had to sometimes just come down and go okay I need to connect so when I realized that was my issue self-correct I'd go on the home and I would and I'd focus on connecting right until I got back into like it's like a hitter in baseball Mm -hmm. you know you go on these tears where you're 41 for 58 and then you go on these droughts where you're three for 70. Mm-hmm. And now you're just trying to find, <laughs> you didn't forget how to hit. You're just trying to find what the, the common denominator again mm-hmm. and how to get that bat to ball in play. That's all this is. That's all it is when you're building a business. You know, the amount of stuff that comes at you when you're building a business is a lot. You're dealing with a lot of different personality types. You're dealing with all kinds of different issues. But when you break it down, if you're working every day, it's the same philosophy. You're just working every day. Mm-hmm. So you're dealing with, <clears throat> you have stuff that's scheduled and stuff that's not. And you just, once you learn that it's not personal and you learn that it's business, it starts to become, you start again, training yourself on like, okay, cool. This is not that big a deal. This is not that big a deal. And then when you realize like, okay, there's things I need to do to change for them like there's things i was doing early that i what was great and then there were things i were doing that were terrible (coughs) that my agents couldn't follow and it's like all right well you want to build it big and they're looking at you while they're looking at themselves well you have to make some changes i think there was a lot of changes i had to make in this industry i think there's a lot of changes i need to make as a as a leader as a business owner um and and every quarter every year you do a you do an inventory and you just look okay this is going well this isn't you know and we talk so much about things that i need to change and things i need to look at and i'd ask a lot of questions and like what you know so just trying to constantly look in the mirror constantly looking to grow because if it's going great <clears throat> it's because your agents are doing amazing and if it's going bad it's because you have to make some changes and i i had to learn to accept that because I was always all in when it was going great with everyone. Mm-hmm. And then I was all in when it was going bad. I'd jump into the w- water and try to mm-hmm. save people at the bottom of the ocean. And then I'd be on the, uh, the, the float at the parade when it was, when it was going great. So it was, it was too much of, of both. And it was kind of like, all right, where's the common ground? And how do we kind of make a new line where success is great, Failure is an opportunity to learn, 
how do we that's where that middle ground was and that's where I stopped jumping all the way in the bottom of the lake and I stopped going to the moon it wasn't that I wasn't excited or I wasn't feeling pain it's just this doesn't work in business right you know what I'm saying so being able to for people to feel like you're a go-to person for them is not this the ups and it's not the highs and the lows it's being in the middle and being able to think fast when bullets are flying. Mm-hmm. That's when people start seeing you as their leader, their go-to. And that's, that's who you always have been from day one, you know? And it's like, I remember being at the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> in yeah. New Jersey with the yeah. Denver Broncos played the Seattle Seahawks, and yeah. we were losing carriers. We, I didn't, lo- we had three. We lost two the day of. I did not know. They email you on a Super Bowl <laughs> Sunday. How great is that? Yeah. You know? And, Can't uh, do business with you because our competi- your competitors don't want you to compete with them. Wow, wow, interesting. But I, you know, I I think that. But we didn't. Sh- we just went to like yeah, got the information. Mm-hmm. That was the thing. Like okay, got it. Yeah. And I'll never. I mean, I've told you. I called Jeremy Thornton mm-hmm. over to America. <laughs> and never is like seven in the morning. They let me the email overnight. They figured I would read it. You know, wasn't America obviously. And uh, he's like, "Hey, bud." I'm like. Hey, how you doing? How, I don't know how you feel somebody out and see if they're going to, like, not work with you anymore. Like, good, man. How are you? Like, good. I'm like, that's good. What y'all doing today? Just figuring out. I hung up. I said, I think we're good. But, you know, Mark, you you you, you said something that's real powerful to me. Um, we were talking just about every day when we started the company because we were both very productive. You know, so it was a productive use of time. We weren't talking just to BS. Didn't mean we didn't talk about stuff, but we were talking because you and like so like we're building names, right? So okay, so we launched a company, right? And I'm I want to build it, right? And just like you guys, everybody has their own team. Whether you started yesterday, you started eight years ago, you got to find the people in your business that are literally putting in the time every day, right? And that's who you should spend most of your time with. But a lot of us don't. We either spend we we're trying to say like when you said the, the water. I, you're so right because I never want to be on the floor of the parade and I never want to, I'm good either dude I'm here for you Yeah. but at the end of the day I'm not going to do it for you people are like well I'm going to call agents that aren't really get rolling right now and see what no I don't do that like we're going to do we're getting ready to do road to hall of fame meetings if you're not a hall of fame producer never have been we like to attend the meetings we're going to do them all over the country mm-hmm. it doesn't cost nothing to go to it's like everything else in FFL I'm going to fly in facilitate it talk about the company give some other stuff some perspective and let some hall of fame people t- train you for three or four hours that's it. You're welcome to come. Nice. That's it. You you want to come, you come, you don't. But I'm not going to – I would rather people not be on the phone all day going, hey, Tom, Sean, how you doing? How you doing with your license? Like, dude, he ain't got his license. He, he's been he, – he wanted to start it four months ago. He ain't started. Like, what do you want to – how weird. And you know what that says to Tom, in my opinion, honestly, that says I need you to do this, Tom, because I'm not mad at Tom. But if Tom ain't going through the class to get his license, and I, why am I going to call him? Right. He didn't – you know why he get his license? He didn't want to get his license. He didn't need to. What am I going to do? Tom, let's go. You're in Module 7. Like, Tom's an adult. Like, what are you kidding me? But then if I'm doing that with Tom, I can't talk to you, Mark, right? Like, so you and I were having productive conversations every day, right? But, like, and I see people do it. Like, I got to make phone calls. I check on my agents. Check what? Like, I, I don't understand. Like, well, they're not buying leads. They know how to get in the CRM. They don't want to buy it. They're not. Hey, there are some people get a license to get it to say they have it. Sorry. And if you got your license to get it to say you haven't, you don't use it. It's weird. It's your business. I'm not judging you. I'm discerning it's weird. I was never going to go through class 
and get my license and give the state a couple hundred bucks if I wasn't going to use that damn thing. Why would I ever have gotten it? This makes no sense to me at all. So I never, when Carrie's like, if you're inactive for a year with us, we're going to terminate. I'm like, dude, you can do that if I'm inactive for a week. Like, I don't care. Like, what are you talking about? Why would I get my license? And it's it literally allows me to make as much money as I want for my family and protect as many families as I want. Why would I not use it? You'd have, to, you'd have to call me to get me excited to use it. But one of the things we do have to do is understand that people, at, like we're going through a lot of stuff the first month. Dude, I sold a lot the first month. I didn't sell nine grand. But I wasn't focused on that other stuff. Mm. There's nothing I could do about it. Right. Like, okay, yeah, they're doing this, they're doing that. Nobody wants to compete with you. Good, they're gonna, whatever, let's just go to work. There was not, and I think we had to get, but my deal was I'm not going to focus any negative, any energy on this negative. I'm not going to. I'm just not because I don't know how to win that battle. Mm. I want to win the day. And I can only win the day by focusing on things that I can actually make a difference in. If I can't That's make strong. a difference in it, why would I focus on it? I, I'll lose a day by doing that. That's how a lot of people lose a day. Mm -hmm. They're over here focused on something no that doesn't doubt. matter. Like, who cares? They do it all the right. time. Mm -hmm. That's why when you see true professional athletes, they don't care who's yelling what. They're just trying to win the day. Right, yeah. They're they're not worried about it. They That's don't need strong. to go. They don't need to go like, you know what Timmy's saying in, in, in double H row C eight and nine? He's eating nachos and a hot dog and a corn dog, dude. He didn't, like, so what? He yelled something. Like, who cares? He's probably going to be in another game in two years from now. Like, who get, Who cares? But they just stay locked in. They don't care. Mm. You need to win the day every day. 2022 is a year of growth, but it's got to be the year of your growth, too. So we say growth. Yes, we mean overall volume. But the way I looked at it was, first of all, my growth. Mm. 2022 is a year that I grow more than I've ever grown in a year. And, yes, the company grows more than ever has. Got that. But it starts, and I think we all should be internalizing that. Because if Mark Mead and everybody else, to Andrew Taylor, to Grady Polson, and all these awesome people we got, if they all go, you know what? I want to win. I want to get better for me. I want to grow, and I want my agency to grow, and I want the company to grow. Dude, we're going to be hard to mess with. Mm. You know, and you hear that even as adults. Like, people are like, when I say adult, like, you know, I'm professional athletes. You ask the team. Why y'all We hang out a lot outside the field. We get along with each other. I, I'm sorry, but it, it makes a difference. When you got a bunch of people charging for the same goal that are accountable, You've everybody that's watched this has worked at companies where you got a third, if not half, if not more of the people who literally just want to tell you how bad everything is. So when I worked for the state of Connecticut for 14 years, I didn't like I all I had to do is ask you one time, how you doing, man? Yeah, I've been better. I'm like, all right, good, got it. I did never talk to you ever again. I was not mad at you. <laughs> you know, you'd be like, Hey, did you hear me? I'm like, Yeah, you're the guy that's negative. You cry all the time. I don't I don't I don't that's what I would say to him. Just like that. I'd be like, I don't I'm just trying to eat my chicken nuggets. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I have enough for, for McDonald's, barbecue sauce, quarter pounder of cheese and McChicken sandwich. You wanna know why I was fifty pounds overweight? I mean like you know what I mean? So but at the end of the day, I don't have time for that. Mm. It's hard enough managing me. Without trying to manage your emotional energy, right? Yeah, that's and, true. and and I'm not. I'm here for you, but I'm going to empower you a couple times. And if it grows and you're cool with it, got it. If not, you're still like, why well, is something I can do it? And I'm just frustrated. And on all I hear at that point is that doesn't affect me emotionally because all I hear is wah wah. Well, I don't even hear. Like I'm trying to. I'm looking at you. you think I'm listening to this? Like, wah wah. I'm thinking about what I need to do next, what I need to do tomorrow, what I need to do today, who I, who I can call. When can I call Mark Mead? Wah 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 wah. <laughs> Hey, I got a call coming. I got to let you go. Like, what do you want me to say? I'm not wired that way, and I'm not going to let anybody rewire me. <laughs> now, if you go, well, I am wired that way, rewire yourself. So I think at FFL, what we did was we found a way to rewire ourselves if we weren't thinking because that negativity would kill you. And by the way, this isn't a pipe dream. You get leads, you make sales, you make a bunch of money. 
client wins, you win, your family wins, you can help other people help their families. There, right. There's nothing else to it. But I think, Mark, when you look to build a business, what you said earlier, and I want you to speak to this, is where people, because I was talking to Joe Miller about this the other day, and Joe's like, I just at times stopped recruiting. I, at times, because I was so, in my mind, emotionally exhausted by calling people and asking if they went through the class yet, calling them and asking if they went. I mean, I'm going to help you all out, friend, let Mark elaborate on this, but this isn't complicated. There are a million people doing this. You should call them. Some of them are watching us right now. They're literally watching us, and they don't work with us, which is weird. You can watch us if you want, but you should just join us because you're using the training and selling a worse comp, and you can't, like, actually ever sell your business, and you're under contract. Like, you should get out. And today's a good day to quit. It's Friday. <laughs> Early January, just quit. You know, we're about on Saturday. Sunday, call me up if you want to quit. Reach out to me, Instagram, I'll get you somebody to work with. But today's a good day to quit. If you got inferior comp, you don't have any real bonuses, all of that. You guys, that's that. What did I do? I started looking at groups and go, I want to know who the, I want to know who I'm competing with, allegedly competing with. I want to watch game film. I want to know where the comp plan. If I know that you're an insurance carrier and you have one product, one. And people work there with one product. I go like, dude, that's stupid weird, right? Like, And then they pay you this comp sometimes, and then it's over here. If you have fake equity, I'm like, you have fake equity. Bring it to a real adult, professional accountant, attorney. And then they call us up and go like, I know I brought it to them. I don't have anything real. I'm like, I know it's fake. And that's why we call it fake equity. If it was real equity, it'd be in writing. You'd be getting paid a dividend on it or some kind of profit sharing. You're not getting anything because it's nothing. It's just whoo, mythical. And they're hoping by the time you figure it out, they ride off into the sunset. Which, be careful, because you could ride off in the sunset after him to find out what your fake equity is. So, But at the end of the day, what people have to understand is we have we, – it's, it's the guy you were talking about earlier, that's why we do this. We don't hire agents. We save them. We save them financially. The rest of that's up to God. It's well above my pay grade. Believe me. But we want to save you from that financial mediocrity or financial disaster you're in. And you can do it any way you want to do it here. And that's the thing from a recruiting standpoint. I'm all about hiring everybody that's unlicensed. Please do. Hire them all. There's an army of men and women licensed out there that are receiving horrific comp, who don't have any real leads, who have no bonus every month. Like they build a business and have no bonus. The guy was like, my bonus is five grand a month. I go, dude, doing $700,000. Actually, he had a million dollars. He's making no money. And then I was in bonus. They buy his lead. So he actually has no bonus. It's nuts. It's nuts. Like there's nothing there. So it's at the end of the day, we have to get more aggressive and call people up. Because what happened to this industry for decades is it was like a, let's just all kind of agree. We're going to leave each other alone. We're going to pay everybody nothing. And we're all going to coexist. We're going to do our $40 million. And honestly, one of the things that's most excited for us is we can't kick the door down. Mm. You know, like we weren't carrying like butter knives. We had flamethrowers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Come to corporate <laughs> office. You'll see it. We have flamethrowers. We just kick the door down. We're like, let's go. What's everybody want? You want to come work with us? Or what do you want to do? Why are you getting paid that comp? What's the deal with leads? What's the deal with bonus? Do you own your company? Can you sell it one day? Can you not? Are you under contract? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Mark, talk to us real quick. We'll wrap up with this about how you see the recruiting and what you specifically are going to do and the folks you work with. We've got another five minutes or so to wrap this thing up, but talk to us about what you're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. So we've, uh, we started, you know, doing a lot of marketing, um, from, you know, tri-state standpoint. Now we're doing more, um, getting me out there, make sure that we're marketing from, from my accounts as well, making sure that, you know, the reality is, is we are in a great position in this industry and we can, as you said, save a lot of people. So 
that's the way we're focused on this is putting people in a position that they're winning. But I also think that there's a lot of, as you said, a lot of people out there that are on, on social media. Um, I think about good agents that we've hired or agents with agents that we've hired, like agencies. They're not, you know, hanging out on ZipRecruiter. So we've decided we're going to take that approach and kind of go all in and put our exhaust our efforts on social media to talk to people, message people, figure out what they want to do and, and let them know how aggressive this industry could be and put people in a strong position from day one and, and support them day one and give them, um, you know, tools to win, systems to win. And I think that's the approach we're taking for 2022 um, as, a, as an entire organization. So we have a lot of men and women that, you know, believe in that same philosophy. And honestly, we're just trying to get a lot of the men and women that we have to the ones that are trying to make this transition to make this transition ses- successfully. Um, because, listen, at the end of the day, a conversion rate is from an agent that's contracted to an agent that's sold is a big deal because why would we hire you if you're not looking to sell? Like we could we could not do that. I mean, and then we can save a lot of time and put it in at people that are looking to sell, that are really looking to eat the meat off the bone and asking more qualifying questions to find out who those people are. And once we start working with a better crop of folks across the board, you know, nothing's worse than planting an entire field of seeds And you only got, you know, 25% to harvest. You know, I'm looking for, you know, 60, 60, 90, 100-fold harvest. So we can do that here. And I think it's the changing the way we think, you know, making it less of an an onboarding factory and more of a making these these upfront conversations more of of an interview, I guess, and more of a a back and forth and, and figuring out, like, we could convince you not to work here, right? And then you sell me on why you should because we have the cookie. We have the, the best compensation. We have the leads. We have the system. We have the structure. We have integrity. We have no contracts. We have carriers coming out our ears. Um, we have the success. We have the people making money. We can point to hundreds, thousands of people that are killing it. So it's like I, we don't need to just hire everybody who's saying they want to do something. We can actually interview them more aggressively and, and, and treat them more like partners than, you know, than, hey, we hired one. Like, I really don't care. You know, at this, I try to go from $5 million to $15 million. We're not going to go there by hiring every Tom, Dick, and Harry who's going to eventually waste our time. And it's not that Tom, Dick, and Harry can't do it. It's just do Tom, Dick, and Harry want to do it? And asking a lot more of those questions up front, which is going to, I believe, give us a different crop of people to work with and increase conversion ratios across the board. And hopefully that's going to, you know, put the scale in the position we wanted to be in. Well, I think that's that's a big part of it, too, is if we have this amazing opportunity, we have to know it. Right. I, I'm not I work with that same deal. But like, what do you average producers, 10 grand, 100 people's a million. Make five points on that's 50. I mean, the people are like, I got to make 40 points, and I have two people. Well, good luck with that. See how that works out. See, and they'll keep quitting. You'll have two people all the time. So that's 50 grand. Bonus will be another, so that's 600 grand a year, another buck 50, 200 on bonuses, 800. That's just 
your business. And that's not you selling nothing. That's just your override bonus with literally 100 people. So I think we started about volume. Let's talk about agents. Mm. 425 sounds like a lot. 425 million sounds like a lot until I deal with 18,000 agents. Got it. And you're like, man, right. 18,000 agents. Mm-hmm. So I do a million a month. How many agents? 130. There's nobody watching this that doesn't think they couldn't get 130 people to work here. Right. So let's start thinking about it in that way. Like, yes, we, we but the reason we can 10x this thing is we have the leads to do it which is amazing. The infrastructure should do it thanks to integrity. So you're like, you could do four. Yeah, we could do three, four billion a year. Like, and it wouldn't be a big deal. It wouldn't, they wouldn't write books about us. We'd like, would be like, we'd just be crushing it in the most amazing industry in America. So I think we had know that when we we're hiring. I also was never a big, I was recruiting to that hire. Like the recruiters got people to me that I hired them. Yeah. If I didn't want to be in business with them, I didn't. And just like with them, I was always said, we're going to figure out if you want to be in business with me and I want to be in business with you, it's going to be that simple. So, you're going to have an amazing year. I'm happy. I appreciate you jumping on. First Thank one of the you. year. So, no, guys, every time we've had Mark lead off the year, we've doubled. So, I mean, like, we did it again. So, we obviously, the, the odds are in our favor. So, But I love you, bro. I appreciate being in business love with you, you man. Bro. Thank you. Have a great day, guys. We're going to have a phenomenal 2022 year of growth, both you and your business. That's how I'm approaching it. Mark's approaching it. We approach it that way. We're all going to win. Appreciate it.